0: Hey, Sean. Yes. Have you ever been banned from a subreddit?
1: No, I don't use Reddit that much.
0: Okay. So I was banned recently from the London, Ontario subreddit because I made a comment about how the mods are banning people for disagreeing with them.
1: So you got shadow banned <laughs> or permabanned?
0: No, I got permabanned. So I can uh, I can view everything. I just can't comment. And this all stemmed because there's the Discord that they made some arbitrary rule that if you don't talk, they'll kick you from the Discord channel. And so there was a huge, huge uprising. All yeah, right, well, so this is the first time I was ever banned from a subreddit for not even anything worth being banned for.
1: That you whole city me- sucks. <laughs>
0: I know. You know what uh, you're never going to get banned from, though, Sean?
1: This episode of the Scene On Screen podcast?
2: A video game. we've
1: got you covered. Welcome to the Scene on Screen podcast with your hosts Sean and David. What's up? What's up? Welcome to another legendary episode of the Scene on Screen podcast with myself, David, and our good friend at Farbsy max how are you
2: i'm good how are you guys doing
1: good good a little sad this week uh comic legend gilbert godfrey passed away Mm -hmm. and uh i i I couldn't help but think of the post that he made only like a month ago with him louis armstrong oh and bob saget and bob saget yeah And, like, people were commenting underneath it a month ago, like, it comes in threes, Gilbert. Like,
2: jeez. You know what? He was actually in Toronto literally less than two weeks ago.
1: Doing a show? Yeah, he did a show at the Paradise Theater. Damn. Yeah, I
2: know. It's crazy.
1: He is quite literally one of the only people that you could think of him and hear his voice.
2: Yeah.
1: don't even voice. Matter. I'm currently speaking at 81%. Um and Siri heard that and was like, "Hey, I want to get in on this." <laughs> it's Skynet all over. Yeah, it.
2: it's a scene on screen um, podcast with special guest Siri.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Ma- and
1: Max, everyone, your time has come. Everyone's
0: everyone's phones have just gone off. Um, <laughs> did you see the video of uh, him reading Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes. Oh yes, it's amazing. Like, that is that is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of these announcements kind of come out of nowhere, right? We're we're just going on with our days. And then next thing you know, someone's posted on Twitter or Reddit that some actor or voice actor from our childhood has has passed away. Right. So everyone would know him as Iago from Aladdin.
1: Or the left square on Hollywood squares.
0: Or the dirtiest
2: version of the uh, aristocrats.
1: I was going to say <laughs> and that joke Whew. we we can't even air it it's so bad <laughs> like yeah. it would take our explicit rating to like triple x it's it's pretty it's pretty out there <laughs> and not the Vin Diesel triple x either
2: not even state of the union triple x <laughs>
1: No, if we're going to talk about bad movies, we should just get right into it. Um, speaking of Vin though, in our in our movie centric episode, did you see who he added to Furious 10 this week? Oh.
2: Yes, I did. Um uh, re- but remind me who. Uh Jason Momoa. Oh, And Brie Larson. Okay, I saw Brie Larson. I did not know about Jason Momoa. He, yeah, I didn't know that Jason Mimosa was in there. <laughs> Jason <laughs> I mean, like He sounds perfect for this kind of franchise. I'm actually surprised he hasn't been in it until now.
1: What are these movies even doing anymore?
2: I don't know. They're going to They're space
0: just... this time. Are they, they actually? They kind of went to, they I, I, went I, to I space in
1: the last one.
0: I wouldn't be surprised because... Fast and the Furious. All those movies now, where you know,
2: (laughs) I just I just turn my entire brain off anytime I watch those movies. Well, you have to, yeah, right. Nothing real can happen from what goes down
0: in those movies.
1: Well, considering they killed Han and he's back to life. Exactly. I got. I got nothing.
0: (laughs) Who? Legitimately nothing. Like Han Solo.
1: Yes, Han Solo, played by Michael Keaton. uh max for, for i know i know you're you're still newer to the team but uh david likes to do this recurring thing and i don't want you to fall into his trap tonight okay so at any <laughs> point in time david's gonna like start walking you into a, a, a movie that we're gonna talk about and he's gonna be like does that have michael keaton in it oh my and god why are you that ruining this Cain, because i don't want you to do that to him you're gonna Wait, do it to me anyway david
2: like do you do it because you're like a huge michael keaton fan or is it just like why not like fifty fifty. Okay, I got I get that. I enjoy, I think like, that's Ma- I think that's great.
0: <laughs> Michael <laughs> Keaton's that. not a bad actor, right? Like he right. was, he plays he can play. Michael Keaton can play good guys and bad guys and be believable in both of them. This might be and a he hot can play take. Batman
1: and Batman.
2: Not, not not only David. Not only are you absolutely right, but th- this might be a hot take here. I think Michael Keaton might be in his prime right now. As in, like, as in, like he's do- guilty or no. like, <laughs> as in, like I think he's doing his best work right now. Um, the one about um the uh, medication, the that series he dope was in. Sick. dope sick, dope sick. Yeah. I've
0: been telling Sean to watch that for months. Um, it's so I've good. I've heard
2: nothing but great things. Birdman is like literally one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. Like I love Bird that Man movie. Was good too. Um, he, and he's great in Spider Man, like Vulture. I think like for a villain, like for a, a comic book villain, superhero villain, he was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. he's yeah, just such, he's such a good actor
1: he uh i don't know if you guys have seen it i don't know if you've seen morbius no um, <laughs> i don't, know. I don't yeah. plan on <laughs> i haven't seen it but i like i've been told it's not a good movie um but the after credit scene is weird because the rift that happens in no way home adrian Toomes somehow ends up in a jail cell in morbius's universe or in what we think is garfield's universe
2: Who's he gets Adrian released from too.
1: prison, and then all of a sudden uh, the vulture.
0: Oh, you you that, mean Mike wait, Keaton? That's his name? Yeah. Oh, God. I always and thought then, that he was Michael Keaton as the vulture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same, to be honest.
1: <laughs> oh, you, you're just you're Michael Keaton playing Michael Keaton? Oh, all right, cool, cool. <laughs> Featuring
2: Michael Keaton as himself slash
0: the vulture. The ar- I think... ar- artist formerly known as Michael Keaton <laughs> playing Michael Keaton. <laughs>
1: You know what? For both of you guys, one of our next episodes of Cash or Crap, we are going to do Michael Keaton.
0: It's going to be the shortest episode ever because we'll just say it's all cash. It's all cash.
1: It's all cash, no crap. Now, the reason I bring up Cash or Crap is because this is something the Max is going to be working with us on in the near future. So we have a very special Cash or Crap today. And it kind of, timing's everything, right? This week, we get a Will Ferrell announcement that he's going to be in Barbie. And that's pretty sweet. But we were just like casually talking about it last week. We we're like, who would we like to do cash or crap for? And we landed on Sir William Farrell. The, the jester. Of wait, all was he knighted? He is now.
2: <laughs> wait, no, no. <laughs> okay, for a second. I was like, wait, was that, was that like a recent thing? Like he got cast in the Barbie movie and knighted?
1: <laughs>
0: Could you imagine
2: if he got both?
0: <laughs> That'd the be a pretty sweet deal. I now pronounce you Sir William Farrell.
1: May you live a long and prosperous life like me, <laughs> like me, <laughs> um so we're gonna cover Will ferrell today now, as you guys know, with the rules to cash or crap, it's very simple. um now that we have a third person, there's no ties, so it's gonna be either one or lost. Movies will be either cash or crap Now it doesn't matter how much money the movie made. it's our opinion, and our opinion is far better than the box office that's because all that, that is matters. the rules. <laughs> Uh, We won't be touching anything that has been made to release for streaming only, such as Eurovision, which is too bad because that was a pretty fantastic movie. Him and Kristen Wiig were fire. Mm -hmm. On top of that, we won't be touching any of his TV stuff, but we will touch on it briefly before we get into the list. Now, was D'Angelo Vickers the worst television character arc by any big time celebrity ever?
0: I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have no idea who you're talking about. Wait, David, you've never seen the office. Oh, he's that. That's his character. I've seen the office, but not to the extent as everyone else. Like I've seen episodes and snippets. They watch a lot at work, but I don't really, I don't know the characters names for the most part.
2: Okay. No, no, no. That's okay. As as long as you've seen some (laughs) of it, (laughs) like that's acceptable.
1: (laughs) To, to give you a backstory, and uh, I think it was the sixth season, right? Uh, Steve Carell's contract ended and they were trying to find a new regional manager for Dunder Mifflin, Scranton. And they they did such a good job producing these television episodes that they got into this, who's it going to be situation. They had Jim Spader come on. They had Jim Carrey, Will Arnett, um, Ray Romano, and everybody was like, which one's it going to be? And Jim Carrey, by far, one of the funniest. I think he was the Finger like guy. <laughs> that was so
2: random, but I love it. Great cameo. And Ray
1: Romano eating the sandwich out of his briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> and out of nowhere, there's a cold open, and Michael's talking to Will Ferrell's character. And they like realize that they're supposed to be meeting each, uh, like each other while they're talking to each other at a hotel bar. And it was the most awkward five-episode run. And I don't know if the fans got D'Angelo killed off.
2: Um, but I'm not sure, am not it, sure.
1: It wasn't the greatest. It was pretty funny. Like him doing the slam dunk to get himself hospitalized. <laughs> hilarious.
2: I, uh, but yeah, sorry. Go on, go on. I was going to no, say.
1: No, no. I was just going to say absolute train wreck. And that it started the downfall of The Office.
2: And he was he was mean about C- about Cece, Jim and Pam's kid, and
1: yeah, I. And in, that, in that care.
2: moment, I was like, "I was like, this man is not nice,"
1: <laughs> and he didn't even want to do the Dundies. What a loser! Right. Um, Will Ferrell's also done a few other fairly notable television spots: Eastbound and Down. I think his name was Ashley. Ashley Schaefer. Yes, um, the Spoils of Babylon and. He also did the sport uh the spoils before dying. He's been in a lot of stuff. Just TV stuff. He's obviously a prominent member of Saturday Night Live, being a co-star- or a cast member for multiple years. He's also hosted. He's done George W. Bush, Craig Buchanan. Um he was the cheerleader um from Superstar which caused that movie. Um I'm trying to think of what else he's done TV-wise or Oh, uh, he was Celebrity Jeopardy, too.
2: Yeah, there was also Shrink Next Door, mm-hmm. the, the new one.
1: Yeah, the Amazon one, right? No, uh, Or Apple, not Amazon, Apple. Apple. Yeah. That sounds like all the TV stuff that he's done. So it's a pretty good mix. I mean, he has done a few other things, too. Um, we were talking pre-show about his Funny or Die stint, I think. David, you said it was called The Landlord with the little baby?
0: Yes, that's actually his daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Feel Which like makes I it even have more, done some more research <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every so often, I'll uh, watch that video again just because it's so funny.
1: It's a uh, it's a lot of really good quality stuff that he's done. I I mean, he's one of those guys in Hollywood that you pay money to get, and you usually are getting a decent return. But let's start off at uh, the beginning. As as you guys know, we select a few of their movies. I think we did about fifteen today. We're just going to discuss if they're cash or crap. We're going to start off with a classic, which I was shocked, utterly shocked to hear one of my co-hosts here did not see this movie. (laughs) I'm thinking about revoking my friendship with him. It's it's, it's pretty tough. I
2: swear. I'll watch (laughs) it. (laughs) But the
1: 1997 classic, Night of the Roxbury, starring himself and Chris Kattan and Dan Hedaya. Now, it's not a very high rated movie. It's like a 9%. On yeah, that's tomatoes. the
0: critic rating. Remember, we don't believe critic ratings for things.
1: But it's got the nicest rating there is at a, a cool, crisp sixty nine percent. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um. Well, obviously, Max, you know of the movie. What do you know of the movie?
2: Um. What do I know about Night of the Roxbury? Uh, I always mix it up with Saturday Night Fever. Um, and basically, the only thing I know is that Night of the Roxbury came out in
0: 1997. Uh, you only know that because you're looking at it on the dock. I mean, you, yeah, you might be right.
2: <laughs> I know, I had I not looked, I would have said, I know it came out in the 90s.
1: That you know, what fair, very fair. Um, the, the thing about the Night of the Roxbury is it was another one of those cultural phenomenons that happened through SNL. Uh, much like Wayne's world. It was an SNL sketch, a uh, sketch with him and Chris Katan. And it, like, it even got, or came back years later with like uh Jim Carrey, I believe did one. Mm-hmm. And I think Matthew McConaughey did one, but it's just two brothers that love to go to clubs, bobbing their heads, listening to what is love and just having a good time. And these guys are like loafers, even in the early nineties. <laughs> so they like to live off their dad's money dad owns a flower shop, all that kind of stuff.
0: It's kind of ironic though, that his, they're living this lavish life in this big house and their father literally just runs a flower shop.
1: Yeah. You, you'd almost think it was like a weapons store, (laughs) right?
0: Some front for something.
1: This money or this movie, uh, paired with like his coming out party was also 1997. Now it's not included on the list, but We'd be remiss to not mention it, but Austin Powers, Interma- or international man of mystery. I mean, if you were to look at top bill, it's Mike Myers, Mike Myers, Mike Myers, and Mike Myers. <laughs> but he had one of the most memorable appearances in that movie, and then Night mm-hmm. of the Roxbury came out shortly after. So it was it was it's kind of nice to see how his career took off a little bit there, mm-hmm. but. I mean, for those who don't know, Mustafa... Wait,
0: hold on. Austin Powers came out before... Oh, I guess it was 97.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's a, it's, it's a crazy world we live in where he was Mustafa, one of mm-hmm. Dr. Evil's henchmen that always fell into a pit and got attacked by laser snakes <laughs> and sharks and a cliff. But Night of the Roxbury, for me, is a cash money movie.
0: Uh Yeah, Night of the Roxbury is, was one of those movies that my siblings and i would regularly rent from blockbuster video it d- didn't matter that we've seen it hundreds of times i will always watch that movie in its entirety it's got a great soundtrack too just
1: yeah like rhythm late is a night. dancer and what yeah. is love six times
0: late well no rhythm in a dance rhythm is a dancer that played twice yeah, no, it's got a pretty good soundtrack. If you listen to it in its entirety, it's like peak uh, late 90s dance music.
1: True. And this this film above some of the other ones, like we can all agree. Will Ferrell has a lot of quotable films and movies mm. that you like, you know, quotes at like left, right and center. The most memorable quote from this movie to me isn't even a Will Ferrell quote. It's the, his boss. He's like, hey, Dewey, did you just touch my ass? Sir, it's physically impossible from where I'm standing to touch your ass. Dewey. Best line in the whole movie. That and sup, 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 sup. Dewey, well, like, yourself. Haughty overload. <laughs> I prefer, and I was like, Emilio, <laughs> <laughs> the mighty duck man himself. So, yeah, no. you going to give this thing, this bad boy, a rating?
0: I'm going to give it a uh, cash obviously
1: lucky for max he doesn't have to. i was to gonna vote. say
0: i feel like the best thing to do is
2: just move on from here because <laughs> my opinion won't make a difference and i wouldn't feel you know. right saying one like i could call it cash and then watch the movie and be like actually this is this is trash
1: <laughs> it kind of doesn't hold that's the scary part about M- it like, most, we're most at 20- movies
2: don't nowadays i've just come to accept that
1: yeah, it's the the generation of the 2000 like the 2000s to the 2010s might be some of cinema's best work for the time period. Yeah. In comedy.
2: Yeah.
1: Next up, we have the other SNL entry on this this list, Molly Shannon, Harlan Williams and Will Ferrell in Superstar. That's the one where Molly Shannon makes out with a tree.
0: Yeah, she does a lot of weird things in that movie.
1: Yeah. God, I, I'm
2: I'm so sorry. I also haven't seen this one. These are like the two Will Ferrell movies that I haven't seen, which probably makes me not that great of a Will Ferrell fan.
0: But like Sean, yeah, who invited this guy? Yeah, I was
2: gonna say, guys, it's been great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take my leave. I'm just gonna I'm gonna read the room here. <laughs> T- These are gateway <laughs>
1: drug movies. Um, now, this movie did make a ton of cash but it wasn't a movie for me in 1999. This wasn't really what I wanted to watch. Right. Like maybe like as I got older, I thought it was funny and I appreciated it, but it is cash in the sense that it really fired up his career. Like he did a lot of like smaller things until he got his like huge, huge break. But this one right here, um, led him into the spy who shagged me. Um, and something else too. I think it was the ladies' man. He was also in Jay and uh, Silent Bob Strike Back. He had a really good, like, little run in there. Um, hmm. I can't confidently say it's cash though. For me, it's just not one of those movies that I go out of my way to watch.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it in such a long time that I honestly don't even really remember any major plot points other than. That, uh, what's her name? Molly uh, Shannon. Molly Shannon, um, made out with a tree and then the armpit <laughs> thing. But that was also was directly from the SNL sketch, right? It sounds like yeah. Molly Shannon makes out with a tree in this movie. That seems to be like a standout point. Yeah. Something like that.
1: <laughs> Superstar makes out with you.
0: <laughs> and, um, yeah. Like the thing is, is it, it made a ton of money, but it's budget was less than neither of the Roxbury. And it really only did roughly the same amount. So I feel like its success at the box office was due to, you know, Will Ferrell being in there because Night of the Roxbury is such a big hit. Um, and Night of the Roxbury was an SNL movie. So this is another SNL movie. So because people like that one, this one was, you know, almost automatically going to be good as well but it wasn't like a out of the park hit kind of thing. Like it was one of those movies that like kind of Sean said, it, it's doesn't really stick with you,
1: mm. you know? And the- I,
0: I, I can't remember the last time I watched it.
1: It's funny. Cause I think the most billable star on that was actually Molly Shannon. I don't think Will Ferrell would have been the ticket seller or the ticket driver in this situation. I'm giving it a, a crap, not because it's a bad movie, but because I don't enjoy it. And the silence tells me it's crap, crap, and crap.
0: <laughs> it's it's a tough one. Uh, cause I I don't think it's crap, but I don't think it's cash either. I think it's more of like food stamps.
1: <laughs> but we know there's only a winner and a loser. Yeah, it's those. gonna
0: have to be a crap for me.
2: Well that works so, that works out because once again I don't have to give <laughs> my take because it will not make a difference.
1: <laughs> uh, All right, we'll we'll lower the pitch speed and put it on a T for you for this one. (laughs) This is the only one that makes the exception to the rule of a top three cast billing. And the reason we said that is because when you think of the movie Zoolander, you think of three characters. You don't necessarily think of the fourth. And that's Matilda. But she's the third one. That's Christine Taylor, Ben Stiller's wife. So Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson. Wow. Christine Taylor. Wow. And Will Hurster, William Farrell knighted (laughs) as Mugatu, the fashion designer. Yeah.
0: I'm surprised that that Will Farrell wasn't one of the like main build actors for that one. Mm
1: -hmm. He is is the villain. Yeah. Yeah. But Jerry Stiller is also in that movie and a young Mila Jovovich. Oh right. Oh shit. Who remembers what her name
2: is? Oh god.
0: I don't know. I keep
2: getting the, her mixed up with the that. first name that comes to mind is, is, it, is f- like Svetlana.
1: Is, or s- nah, I,
2: something like that.
1: It's Katinka Inka Bagova Nanana. I was pretty close. I will, <laughs> I will never forget that name. <laughs> Katinka Inka Bagova Nanana. Um so First things first. What's up, Artie, my dude. Second, (laughs) if this movie is not on everybody's cash list, I'm leaving the show. It's, it's over. It's done. This movie is a staple to the early two thousands. This movie taught me gasoline fights that are casual are okay. And this movie taught me that people can learn to read and write good too. This movie is incredible. And Will Ferrell is just the bad guy. That's it. He plays it so perfectly. It gives him many roles in the future that are the exact same. But Mugatu literally built Lord Business or President Business, whatever you want to call him. He also kind of created Megamind a little bit. Same character. This movie's phenomenal. This is a cash from me, boys
2: yeah i'm gonna go ahead and uh and throw this one in in the cash bin too because what's so great about zoolander not only is it just like a hilarious movie but it has successfully transferred over to the meme department seamlessly mm-hmm. the zoo like the zoolander pictures with like um like the hansel's so hot right now meme like the, I love that like that's just very true that's just fantastic so the fact that there's layers to the humor that Zoolander's capable of. I love that. So yeah. And also like Ben Stiller is just so good. That's like peak Ben Stiller. Um, we'll, we'll forget about the sequel because like that <laughs> might've been one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but uh, I digress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zoolander, Zoolander. Zoolander. Oh God. Um, this movie is absolute cash. 100%.
0: Yeah. I think this movie, the the jokes in it were on point throughout the entire movie. You know, like it's one of those things that you can say a quote from this movie and everyone knows what you're quoting from. Um, you know, for our listeners who uh, remember our previous episode, we even mentioned this movie in our interview with Mighty Coconut. And <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things that... Uh, this is a movie that if it's on, people will watch the jokes are so good. It is 100% cash money
1: without a doubt. All right. So I got to ask what your favorite quote is from that movie or wow. if they're a favorite moment. Um,
2: I think when he breaks the, when he throws, <laughs> smashes the computer,
1: damn it. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the files are inside
2: the computer. Like, I think that moment is the funniest, but my favorite line is, of course, when he's explaining that Derek's uh, Zoolander Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good and also want to do like cool things, too. I can't remember uh, right now, but uh, yeah. I think it's got to be the what, computer. What is
0: this, the school for ants? <laughs> <laughs> it and needs to be the- literally three <laughs> times bigger than this. <laughs> and then the whole when he's uh, talking when they're in the cemetery and he's uh, explaining to him like why they use male models and then uh, the f- funny thing, I don't know if you know this, but he actually forgot his line. And so that's why one of the like the best scenes in that movie where he has all this this whole explanation and then Zoom there's just like, but why male models? And uh, <laughs> I forget the guy's name, it's David Dechovy or whatever. D- 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 David Kovney? Yeah. He's like, seriously, I just explained it to you, and like it's perfect. Or it's like, you don't think I know what a googly is? Like there's just so many. My favorite is uh, anytime like I ha- have a small cough, <laughs> I <I'm> was <always> like, <laughs> "I think I have the black lung." You've been in there for a day, <laughs> you know. Water is the essence of moisture. Moisture <laughs> is the essence of wetness, or something like that. It's like so ridiculous. So, I know what movie I'm going to watch tonight.
1: Yeah, I'm honestly <laughs> leaning that way. I'm a model idiot uh next up this one i think was the the will ferrell renaissance this is where it all began zoolander was like just the amuse bouche but this one was like the main course and then the hits kept coming talking 2003's hits uh old school starring luke wilson vince vaughn and what's her face from Grey's anatomy that i just forgot her name ellen papeo what this movie meant to me in high school was just something different it was It was a movie that I think was discouraging to watch because it was like, "Party, party," and I frank the tank and we're going streaking. <laughs> but it also kind of gave me like I was a few years away from university at that point or college, and I was like, "Is that what it's like? Is it like do, do I want to join a fraternity? Is somebody going to tie a cinder block to my penis and drop it down a sewer?" easily one of will ferrell's best and it would be hard to argue uh a crap rating and this was also like a really big moment for will or uh vince vaughn mm-hmm. luke wilson he seems to like doing things with wilson's mm-hmm. but big fan of this movie i will watch this time and time again every once in a while when i'm partying with some people that like are from the the same kind of generation and age I'm like, Do you guys think KFC is open? And they know exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about. Phenomenal movie. I'm going to go with uh, Cash.
2: I think with with Old School, it's a Will Ferrell movie that I enjoy, but I haven't given it multiple viewings. At least, like, I don't watch it. I wouldn't watch Old School nearly as much as I've, I, I would watch, like, Step Brothers or the other guys. Like, those movies... Like, obviously, we'll get to them. Those are like, I, I like to call those Will Ferrell priority movies. <laughs> if I'm like stuck on a deserted island and I'm only allowed to have like two Will Ferrell movies, <laughs> which is like the most niche thing ever, um, <laughs> those, you know, like those are the two. But with old school, that was like, I think everyone's first taste of like what Will Ferrell could really do. Because that movie is really strong. Um, and to see him in like such a like wild role. I just like, I I think it was great, and it's a great movie overall. I like Luke Wilson. I know he like is kind of like a not the best actor, but I don't know sells the roles for me. And this one overall, it was a great movie, so it's it's going cash for me as well.
1: Would you say he's a budget Owen Wilson?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you know they're brothers?
0: Have you guys
1: heard wow. this? This is
2: like brand new information.
0: You didn't know that? <laughs> no,
1: not. <laughs> oh. you, no, fun fact: they're cousins with Michael Keaton.
0: Are they? A-
2: wait, actually,
0: <laughs> <No>. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure if you, if I'm sure if you, you know, follow everyone's family tree, they could all be related to Michael Keaton. Yeah.
1: Six degrees of Michael Keaton. Yeah. No more Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um, this movie, I think, what made it stand out for Will Ferrell is that his character was this is the first movie where his character was more unhinged, right? Where he uh, he was his he wasn't the main character, but he also was his own main character in a sense, right? Where he just started doing all these like more crazy things that we would see in more other movies, right? Like in, in some of his future movies. Um, I think kind of like Like Max, I I haven't seen this movie a whole lot. I've seen it more than I would have seen like seen um like Superstar, but uh, it's one of those movies that like it does have. I think it has a special place in like if you like Owen uh, Owen Wilson movies, if you like (laughs) (laughs) Will Ferrell movies, you know it's this was early two thousands, right? So this is the prime time for comedies like this, right and I guess early to mid 2000s we we got a lot of movies like this so this one's definitely definitely cash.
1: Also before we hit the next movie and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong but I'm fairly certain this is the first on screen appearance of the Dan band before they start going into like hangover movies and a few other movies.
2: I think you're right because I, bu-
1: I believe That's it's Total Eclipse band. of the Heart where it's like every fucking then I fall mm-hmm. apart Oh, I fucking yeah, yeah, need yeah. you tonight. <laughs> I fucking need. Like I don't remember those being the words of the song.
0: Yeah, David. What's next? Um, quite possibly the most overplayed movie of two thousand and three. <laughs> <laughs> the movie that everyone in, ele- in in high school and elementary school would watch the first forty five minutes and then start it all over again in their next class. <laughs> the one and only elf this was uh i remember this came out like it was a big deal because it was there was some time like there's christmas movies that came out but this was probably the big the first really big one that took off really well um and it appealed to a lot of people right it appealed to the kids because it was it was humor And that they could understand. And it had like that kind of campy Christmas story thing. But then it also had the humor from Will Ferrell that adults can enjoy as well. Um, This movie, like I said, you know, I remember when it came out on DVD and every single class in high school, we would they would like the week leading up to Christmas, we would start watching it. And then we'd get like halfway through the movie and then have to stop it because the period's over, then we go to our next class <laughs> and then they would start the movie over again. So for for like a week straight or two weeks, I kept watching the first half of the movie and then the following week, the second half of the movie over and over and over again. It was brutal. So for a while there, I hated this movie, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't deny that this movie was not a staple of, of – uh, I don't know Will Ferrell and Christmas movies. It's one of those yeah. movies now that is a I I think it's a on a must watch list for a lot of people at Christmas time.
1: Yeah, um, it's, a, it's it's a can't miss her for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. As a Jew, um, honestly, like this is the best. This is the best Christmas movie I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> wait, hold, hold on. You're Jewish? Uh, oh yeah.
2: Well, I, I I say that I'm Jewish. I'm not I'm not good at it, but I like I. I am I am Jewish.
0: Okay. I did not know. <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought you were making a joke. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I am uh I am okay. I am Jewish. Um it's fine. I mean like I guess like no it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that was very it's it's, it's all good. Um yes, elf. Um it's a you're so right. Like it was really like I remember that movie very well. Not only the movie, I remember the time around like the time that that movie Mm -hmm. came out. It really did have a, it it was a big deal. Um, And I I was trying to think of like what other, if there like were other Christmas movies that came out that year. And like, if they did doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, because no
0: one remembers them. Yeah.
1: The answer is no. Um, Just quickly though, the movie we just covered was old school, and it was 37th in the box office that year. Wow! Care to guess where Elf finished in the in the top? We'll say 15.
0: I'm gonna say three. David. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd I would say like second or third. Seven. It finished what?
1: Seventh with a release date of November 7th. The only movies to beat it were X2, X-Men United, Bruce Almighty, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, The Matrix Reloaded. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, and the Disney masterpiece, Finding Nemo. Wow! And The Matrix Revolutions also came out that year. Huh. 2003 was fucking fire.
0: Uh, another movie that came out... So Christmas movies that came out in 2003, uh, Bad Santa. Oh, wow. Okay. Love in- Actually. Wow. Um, I don't know if... I think this was a directive. DVD, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation two, um, and actually, you know what? I think the movie that took the world by storm, Caillou's holiday movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's my special chair. <laughs>
0: did they ever explain why he's bald?
1: Yeah, didn't. What, Does did he, he have, have cancer or something?
2: <laughs> did they ever there, say there that, was, or did there he was just... never an explanation? <laughs> yeah, so true. We just, just never a... questioned it. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have, All like, right, or
1: something? <laughs> <laughs> we should ask Chris Rock. <laughs> well, it's really quite simple. It's kind of like... Thinking of you's working up my appetite, looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together, making sparks ignite, and the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Sky rocket's, rockets in, in. flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Sounds like you have mental problems, man. Yeah, you got mental problems, man. Yeah, it really does. (laughs) I need to interrupt this podcast with a special news bulletin. Cannonball! (laughs) If this movie... I, I feel like I'm saying this a lot tonight. Maybe it's just my affinity for Will Ferrell. I don't even have to review this one. Cash. This is by far one of the best ensemble comedies ever. Hot take. It is one of the best ensemble comedies ever from beginning to end. This movie is a classic. The, the, the middle of the movie news team battle hilarious. And then they follow it up with an even bigger one in the sequel, which wasn't so cash. It was more like some crap or as David called it food stamps. (laughs) From Veronica Corningstone to diversity being a, a giant ship, this movie has everything. I love it. I cash it. That this, is
0: this movie is one that I have seen so many times that I've lost track of. Um, it's one of those movies that if you are hanging out with friends and you want to toss a movie on, this is probably one of the movies that's going on. Um, Hell, if you're just hanging out by yourself and you're drinking alone, this is probably one of the movies that's going on, right? Um, It just has so many quotable quotes in it. The jokes are all on point and perfect. Uh, The sequel, yeah. Are we going to talk about the sequels today? Is that? No, we're not. The sequel kind of tried to feed off of the success of the first one. And a lot of people wanted it, but I think it tried too hard. And the thing is what made this one so good is that it, it wasn't trying to be better than itself, right? Like uh, this movie is just, it's so good. Now, fun fact for you guys, did you know that they actually filmed two Anchorman movies at the same time? So on the special edition of the DVD release, there is a full length movie called Anchorman or sorry, it's called wake up Ron Burgundy. It's an hour and a half and they used parts of a subplot that they were writing for the film. So this was going to be what the movie might've been originally. Uh, And so it takes certain parts of Anchorman are still in there, but they actually filmed full other scenes Completely, there's a whole other cast, uh, like it's still like the news team and stuff like that. But the plot is there is this like rebel news group that's trying to take over the waves, the uh, the news waves, and and open up their own like news station because like the media lies and all this stuff. Uh, it has a pretty good un- ensemble of uh, caricatures. Um, yeah, I found this out because I was looking up like. Anchorman, this was years ago, and I heard uh of this movie, and so the only way to get it is through uh the internet. Um <laughs> but it was like yeah, it was only ever released to DV- to like home video. It has who is it? Um, Maya Ru- Maya Rudolph.
1: She's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, she's in it, she's like one of the ringleaders. Um Kevin Corrigan he's in it uh yeah it's I'm sure you guys this sounds, haven't seen this or this sounds it sounds amazing I, I did not know this is a thing
1: yeah and it's written by Adam McKay too which is crazy how how,
2: yeah. how
0: is this not a more like commonly known thing I feel like this is like very important information well, that's the thing it's like it was one of those things that I thought when I first watched it that it was just you know like a collection of bloopers or, or stuff like that that was unfinished right but no it's a complete film holy
1: shit was Catherine hahn in the whole movie
0: uh who's Catherine hahn
1: uh, i don't uh, have time to explain the, to you that it's michael keaton's sister
0: the wife oh, from oh uh, uh, yeah she, yeah she's she's in a pretty significant chunk of it
1: yeah I, I just saw that that's why i was asking
0: yeah yeah so like the cast is slightly different but when you when you watch it, it starts off very similar to Anchorman, but then it slowly morphs into this other movie that you're like, I'm sure if you were to you know download this movie using <laughs> LimeWire or something like that, right? It would be named like nickelback.mp3 and then um <laughs> you'd, watch Metallica it and you'd sucks, and then you would like be like, oh this is a video, I'm gonna watch it. And then you'd be like, oh, this is Anchorman. But wait a second. It's slightly different. And then you'd be like, oh, my God, it's a whole other movie. But anyways, Final yeah. thoughts on uh,
1: Anchorman <laughs> Max before
0: we oh, move on? 100% cash. <laughs> Always will be.
1: All right. now right. Uh, I'm going to say
0: crap because I'm, I'm just joking.
1: No, you can say crap to this next one. I don't even want to talk about this movie. It's so bad. It is Bewitched starring Nicole Kidman, Michael Caine, and of course, Will Ferrell. The only legendary remembering thing that I have for this movie is the family guy quote. <laughs> where Stewie gets on two different planes to go slap Will Farrell in the face because something wasn't funny. He, I think like, he says it
2: follows him like buying a ladder, and you're like, Why the fuck is this why is he buying a ladder? And then he uses it to ring so he can climb up and ring the doorbell at Will Farrell's house. What did she house. say?
1: She says something and he's like, oh, well, I'm a Clippers fan.
2: She's like, she says, guess what? I'm a witch. He goes, guess what? I'm a Clippers fan. And it's like, you know what? In this day and age, that's fine to say. The Clippers are doing fine. <laughs> like, it's like there's no <laughs> joke there anymore.
1: <laughs> not funny. That is, a, that is a big old crapola to me. Yeah,
0: same here. I don't even remember this movie. Yeah. I don't know if I even saw this movie. I've only so, seen it in like th- bits and pieces. Not not very memorable. Oh, if Jason we learned anything- Schwartzman's in there. He's like, uh, he's like a Kmart version of <laughs> Owen Wilson's brother. What's his name? Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. So there's Jason Schwartzman, which is the Kmart version of Luke Wilson, which is like the Zellers version of Owen Wilson. There you go. <laughs> Love the change. <laughs>
1: the, the only thing I could say is in 2005. We learned something, but we didn't because we're still doing it. Stop remaking things from the 60s and 70s. It's never good. <laughs> Stop throwing money at stuff we don't want remakes of, please mm-hmm. and thank you. This movie I would accept a remake. Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Legendary. This movie is one of my favorite movies of all time.
2: Instant, instant cash. I think it's just yeah, like oh, one of those like all-time quotable movies. There's great
0: bits in there not my,
1: first, or last. Sasha I Deacon don't remember
0: a whole lot of the movie.
1: How? This I just, phenomenal. I don't
0: know. I, I, I don't think I ever really watched it all that much. I don't remember the last time I watched it. I do remember, though, probably like my favorite thing that I do remember in that movie is when he's interviewing and he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. So he's just holding his hands up like this. Right. So. <laughs> So I actually made a meme out of that, uh, and (laughs) it's uh, when your electric toothbrush battery um, dies, (laughs) and then it says, I don't know what to do with my hands. That's funny. (laughs) That's great. Uh, But I do remember, like, there is a lot of good stuff in that movie, you know, like, um, actually, I... Keep telling she who shall not be named that any future children that we have will not be allowed to make eye contact with me, much like Ricky <laughs> Bobby's children. So <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm say gonna say come cash. at you,
1: Chip. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna come say at you like a spider monkey. I'm,
0: that's a personal
2: best Cashman. scene and line is when uh, when he's in the hospital and they make it seem like he's been in there for like a, like a good portion of time, and then he comes home and uh, his wife has married Cal, and she's like, oh, she's like. Baby, I'm so sorry. I, I, you know, you were you were gone for so long, and I got remarried. And he's like, I was gone for like
1: six hours. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Instant yeah. so cash good. for me.
1: Um, this one's an interesting one for me. I'm, I'm very interested in your takes. It's one of his highest rated movies, um, critically. Uh, it is Stranger Than Fiction. Emma Thompson and Queen Latifah. This was the. Um, I want to say his name was Walter Crick in the show but Harold this, Crick, in, i think harold crick yes he was uh this film was entirely narrated by emma thompson who was writing the, well queen latifah was writing the book but it was narrated by emma thompson um it's all about this guy's like perfectly ocd driven life and it was all a story and he started becoming self-aware that he was in a story i really enjoyed this movie
2: I liked it too. Uh, it was like still like funny, but it was a, it was definitely more on the serious side. But i I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. That's what I'll say.
1: That is a great way to put it because it Ben Stiller tried something a few years later with uh, the Adventures of yeah, Walter Mitty. It, Mitty. And it wasn't nearly as good. Still decent, though. Still, decent.
0: I I can't comment on this one because I don't remember this movie at all. I don't know if I saw it.
1: So the
2: vote will go down to. I honestly, I would put it in the cash bin. I, think it's, I, th-
1: I was leaning the same yeah. way. You, Not a lot of comedians can go to a serious role. Sandler did it with Spanglish. Will Ferrell did it with Stranger Than Fiction. Mm-hmm. And he's done a few other serious things as well. But it's not bad. I'm glad we've been speeding up because there's two movies coming up in the next little bit that I love. First one is Blades of Glory, John Heater, Amy Poehler, Will Will Arnett. Phenomenal.
0: I think it's such a good movie.
1: I can't remember who I loaned it out to in college, but somebody scratched my DVD. Oh, God. And I was devastated. I'm so
2: sorry to hear that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, do you know how hard that movie is to find?
0: Impossible.
1: It's a a tricky one. It's It's very tough.
0: Is it not on streaming services?
1: No, actually, I don't. Think so. I would love to sit down and watch that movie right now. It is a great movie. They have Amy Poehler and Will Arnett, who were married at the time, playing siblings that like <laughs> yeah. made out, or were they? They were siblings, right? Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's on and, Netflix.
1: Uh, Jenna fisher was also in that movie. A great cast.
2: Oh, it's great not on movie. Netflix anymore, is it not?
0: Uh, that's too bad.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pump this one in the cash column. Yeah, same I'm yeah.
0: This one had yeah, cash money all the way. Funniest line
2: uh, when John Heater goes, "I see you're still fat," and then Will Ferrell goes, "I see you still look like a sixteen year old girl, but not hot," (laughs) which like is creepy. (laughs) 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 But it's oh man, it gave me it gave me a chuckle.
0: But
1: nice, Michael Michael (laughs) Michael is figure skating. (laughs) Boom, great movie. Yeah, cash money. Not so great one. in my opinion, coming up, Woody Harrelson, Andre 3000 semi pro.
2: I actually, this movie was really good. Um, it did, it does get a lot of like, not hate, but like it, 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 you know, people give it some shit, which I don't think is fully deserved. I think it's Woody Harrelson's a weird choice. I don't know if he like his character was whatever, but Jackie moon love me. Sexy the song like instant, instant banger. Um, and you ha- you, ha- you do have quotable lines like B- the Bambi's mother when he's like, I'm going to protect all of you. I'm like Bambi's mother. And then one of the players goes, <laughs> B- Bambi's mother got shot in like the opening credits, right? <laughs> uh, there's just like, there's great moments in it. And I don't, I don't, th- I think it's underappreciated.
1: See, I see it kind of on the same level that I, I evaluated Superstar on. Like there's some memorable moments there's some funniness, but maybe the cast for me wasn't the greatest. You know, there was like something was missing. Something was off. And I, I think that for me was why I, I can't give it the cash money symbol. You guys can save it, but my mm-hmm. vote is officially out.
0: I never seen this movie.
1: <gasps> David, no! I'm just joking, I'm
0: just joking. I <laughs> but I don't remember too much of it. Um, I think the the contrast between Will Ferrell's character and Woody Harrelson is what made the movie funny in a in a sense, but not it wasn't outrageous, right? Because Woody Harrelson, like, yeah, his character was funny in that, but not to the extent of what we kind of were expecting with with previous um, Will Ferrell movies. Um, and I don't know. I just think it did well enough. Did it? No, it didn't. It did. I, I don't think the, it did.
2: Uh, I don't it lost it did money. Warhol. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't shock and
0: me. No. And I think maybe it was because sports movies don't really generally do well, unless it's Rudy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are some Remember sports. movies, Titans?
0: but <laughs> Yeah. But I think for the most part, right? Like it's, they draw a certain c- crowd, right? Um, I can't. I can't say that this one really stood out enough for me to give it a cash. So it was gonna have so to be.
2: Sorry. No, I, I understand. Semi pro has died. I understand that. I, I'm upset, but I'm. Uh, I'll. I'll. I'll move on.
1: <laughs> Are you only moving on because the best Will Ferrell movie is next? Potentially. Now. I just want to play a quick quote from this movie just to, to let everybody know where we're at. This house is a fucking prison! I'm bullshit! In the galaxy of this sucks camel dicks! <laughs> Outrageous. This movie. I, I mean, uh, it's funny because we were watching... like, We're on a big Parks and Rec binge here and I forgot that Catherine Hahn and Adam Scott played a married couple. But they're in so many scenes together in Parks and Rec and they're just... So funny and so pure together. I legitimately could see them being married in real life and not even batting an eye. Same. This movie gave us joys. It gave us the fucking Catalina wine mixer. The fucking Catalina Boats wine and hoes, mixer. <laughs> Chewbacca masks. Everything. Rock the fuck out of those drums, Dale. I, yeah, I see you're sweating. I was watching Cops. <laughs> I know Cops doesn't
2: start until four um i th- I think it's safe to say Step Brothers for me is the f- funniest movie I've ever seen uh, up, up there with I... mcgruber like are <laughs> <I, laughs> he's
1: it. jumping with the celery in his ass? yeah,
2: <laughs> Step Brothers is so insanely quotable from start to finish. There's not a dry there's not like any dry spell or lull in that movie. It holds your attention the entire time because it's so gosh darn funny and the fact that this movie came out what what fucking year 2008
0: 2008 i like 2008. how you <laughs> i like how you said gosh darn funny but then you drop the f-bomb right <laughs> <out>. <laughs> that's how i do it um it's 2022
2: and i still like quote this movie all the time and if i watch it it always feels like the first time yeah,
1: that's a great way to put it, because there's like a very few movies that you could do that where you're like, you're waiting for things, but you're also like feeling like this is the end is another movie like that for me, where it's like oh, this is so good. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Step Brothers for me is like really three encompassing parts. It's them trying to trick people into not buying the house. It's the job interviews and it's sweet child of mine. Oh and god!
0: The fucking job. All interviews. three
1: of those parts. Great. <sighs>
0: And I think what makes the movie so funny is that they are full grown adults, <laughs> but they're acting like children, right? Like um, they just have never grown up. Uh, my favorite thing is when they're doing the interview and they're interviewing together. And she's like, "Who's that behind you?" And he's just like, "Hello, Miss Lady." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like that's that's my uh, that's normally how I greet she who shall not be named. <laughs> i'll send her like if i'm texting her i'll just be like hello miss lady like it's just one of those things that has always stood out um that movie is just so good uh so, it's 100
1: cash yeah we got a unanimous cash unanimous here. cash uh, i hate to say it but will ferrell's career in the second half of the 2000s gets a little bumpy starting with the land of the lost
2: so I'm pretty sure I know
1: you guys can't see my face but ugh. this was
2: I'm pretty sure it was also a remake. Yes, it yeah. was. Um I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, you know what? That's probably going to suck. <laughs> like there's there's a it, good chance that's going to be like the worst movie ever and it got
1: in, crushed. Embarking on the stu- uh Will Ferrell's largest loss in a movie as a lead that $60 million gross and it cost a hundred million dollars to make
0: that, that checks out the movie sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's awful. And I think part of it is because it's, if I feel like it was marketed towards children. Yeah. Like it was a kid's movie. And so coming from all of these other movies that were aimed towards an older audience, even like the poster for it just screams, this is a children's movie. Right. Uh, yeah, I, it's definitely going to be uh, cash money for me. I'm just all joking. right. I'm so joking. one cash money and <laughs> no. two
1: uh, crap. No, it's crap.
0: It's yeah, it's crap um, for me too.
1: 2010. Mark Wahlberg, Eva Mendes, and Will Ferrell. Maybe a little guy named Samuel L. Jackson is in that movie. Also, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. We're talking the other guys. It's the only movie I know of that taught me about an office pop. I'll tell you, <laughs> a
0: desk,
2: um, a desk
0: pop.
1: Desk yeah. Yeah, I, desk I'm
0: going to say crap. <gasps> Wait, hold. What? Look, look. it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but I didn't think it was that phenomenal. You know, the marketing for this movie was great when it came out because they were, they marketed it as Will Ferrell and Marky Mark were these cops trying to prove themselves against Dwayne, the rock Johnson and Samuel Jackson. And I thought this whole movie was going to be, you know, them kind of trying to prove themselves to these these other cops. But it turns out that The Rock and Samuel Jackson jump off a building within the first 20 (laughs) minutes of the movie and they die. So then they're not even in it. So at that point, I lost really the interest in why are these guys trying to prove themselves to be the best? Because the best in the, the police force are dead. Right. Like that whole scene was like was funny because it aimed for the bushes and <laughs> <laughs> it's like on the sidewalk. But I it's one of those movies that I'm like, I probably would never really go out of my way to watch it. Maybe if I were to watch it again now, I might appreciate it a little bit more. Um, but at the time, I remember being disappointed because I was expecting it to be something more than what it was.
1: R- removes bring the other guys to bachelor event from list. Uh, the only thing I can tell you about the other guys, except you're wrong is when Mark, when Mark Wahlberg is like, that's your fucking wife. Sorry, my language, but that's your fucking. W- and um, I think Max and I alone quote the other guys, at least once a week, yeah,
2: at least playing
1: play call of duty, <laughs> jumping off a building, you're like aim for the bushes.
2: <laughs> that, Movie.
1: That's the only quote that I know from that movie.
2: <laughs> that that movie is honestly, I know I said Step Brothers and mcgruber were on the same level, but when it comes to Will Ferrell movies, the other guys and Step Brothers are on the same level. I could watch those interchangeably. Both extremely quotable. Michael Keaton. <laughs> lest we forget he is in the movie is the police he's captain the, he's, the, oh, he's, the chief. he's
0: in that movie yeah
2: he plays the chief of police who also uh, works it's... part-time at the at the ikea no it's sorry it's a bed bath and beyond
0: yes right. i may have to watch this movie again just to see if i can appreciate I, it i I, th- I think but you, you I also have you, uh, to understand the marketing for that movie the trailer if you yeah. watch the trailers and stuff like that it it really does pull a fast one over you when you watch how is it
1: deceiving it's about the other guys it's not about the main cops it's about the other guys
0: yeah but that's the thing is like these are the other guys trying to prove themselves that they're good cops. Personally the whole bit with them like
2: dying 20 minutes in made me love the movie even more. Like I just was like I was like what? I was like that's amazing. (laughs) Like I can't believe they just did that
1: (laughs) Yeah man. The Rock is a crap actor I don't care how much money he has. Crap actor. Well, Farrell yeah. looks like a cash actor, but we gotta. We've only got a few more movies to go. We're running out of time, so let's almost speed round it. But let's go. So Mega Mind, one of I wow well, agreed, but that was really aggressive.
0: <laughs> you said oh. speed round.
1: <laughs> I mean, I just like pick up the pace. Sorry, the campaign. Zach Galifianakis, Jason Sudeikis. I like this movie. Yeah. I'm not. I don't love it.
2: I like it was it was good I haven't watched it in quite some time though I feel like I still would enjoy it though
0: yeah I feel like it was it was uh, Will Ferrell kind of going back to his SNL roots right like it wasn't outright him being George W. Bush but it was him being George W. Bush essentially like like, it was a parody of that kind of thing
1: the big thing that helped this movie along too was Zach Galifianakis just came off the hangover. And, um, I think it was not dinner for schmucks. Which one w- was it? Dinner for schmucks where he was.
2: Oh no. Is it, uh, um, the one with Robert Downey jr.
1: Yeah. The due date. Due date. So due date. Yeah. Galifianakis just came off a few big movies. Will Ferrell just had kind of a, a duddy animated film. And now we're looking at like, it was a pretty decent movie. It was very topical at the time going into an election. And it kind of reminded me of the other two movies that did this too with SNL comedians. Well, maybe not Robin Williams so much, but Head of State. And what was the one where um, Robin Williams wins the election by um, accident?
2: Man of the Year.
1: Yes. If you make a good election based movie, it's always going to do well. I really enjoyed this movie. But I, I'm going to give it a cash, and I'll let you guys decide.
2: I think I'll give it a cash. From what I recall, I do remember enjoying it. And I, I'm sure even if I watched it like nowadays, I would probably enjoy it. Because I love Will Ferrell, love Zach Galifianakis. So I'm, I'm going to give it the cash. Yeah, I'm going to agree.
1: Uh, I, I, I thought you were making a play on the words with the word recall. I was like, dude, that's great. <laughs> um, easily the most cashy movie on this list. It made the most money. It made more money than most of the movies on this list. And he was the second actor build. Chris Pratt, Elizabeth Banks, Will Ferrell, Morgan Freeman, the Lego freaking movie.
0: Honestly, great movie.
1: Everything is awesome. Yeah, Didn't I think when I job. saw that
0: yeah, I think when I saw that I saw it in theaters and when we saw it, I was with uh, She Who Shall Not Be Named. Um, And uh, I don't think uh, there was anyone younger than us with Children without children, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Uh, one little lesser known actor, um, what's his name, Charlie Day? The The Space Gun. That was, I laughed so hard on that. But that movie is so good because Lego, the animation style that they use, some of that stuff is like you don't know, it's all 3D animated, but it looks real, like it looks stop motion, and it's such a good movie. And then the second movie just outdid itself, right? So, cash money. Yeah, um, cash for me as well.
1: It's it's going to become a little crappy here, boys. Get hard, Kevin Hart, Allison Brie. I
2: I don't think I've ever seen this in its entirety, so I it wouldn't be right for me to say cash because I don't even remember if I enjoyed what I saw or not.
0: Yeah, I wasn't it, a big fan of it either.
1: It's not good. No, it's 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 unfortunate that Kevin Hart is um. Following the steps of his big brother Dwayne the Rock Johnson, a lot of Kevin Hart's movies are terrible. Yeah, Central Intelligence, not that great. He he's fun. He was funny in Jumanji.
0: Yeah, Jumanji. He was always great. plays like he always plays like the short black guy who's screaming.
1: <laughs> Somebody told me that the character that he most reminds him of is, do you guys remember the movie over the hedge?
2: Yeah, of course. Oh, um, Steve Carell, the squirrel,
1: the energy drink squirrel. Yeah. So people compare like this person compared Kevin Hart to a coked out squirrel, just like in over the Hedge. I'm like, that makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Um, the last cash on the list for me is daddy's home. The movie did get a sequel, even though it got poor ratings. I thought there was a lot of really funny, wholesome moments. But it was also kind of like a good watch. Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell have insane chemistry. I, I like as I said, I like the movie. I would give it a cash. It's not as strong as like maybe a, a Will Ferrell and a Paul Rudd or a Vince Vaughn. Like there, there are just some of those, those, bang on chemistries. But Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg make really good magic. Mm-hmm. Not John C. Riley magic, but you know.
0: I, I thought that this one was really good too. Um, surprisingly good. And actually the second movie, I thought that was even better mm. than the first one. I don't ever think I, I don't think I've seen the first
2: in its entirety. I think I've only seen like a scene or two, to be totally honest. So,
1: Is it the second one where the, somebody touches the thermostat and they yeah. all freak
0: out? All of them touch the thermostat <laughs> or they all freak out,
1: <laughs> um, which is funny. This one is kind of like, it's surprising that it, it didn't get well received. It's the house. It's about having like a, a, I guess a casino in their basement type of thing. Amy Poehler, Jason Manzukas. I turned this movie off. I did not find it entertaining at the time, which was really disappointing, but it is what it is.
2: I never ended up seeing this one, to be honest. Um, I remember seeing the trailer, though, and saying to myself, like, that's going to be a like good movie. I should see that. And I just like, I don't know.
0: I never got around to it. I did watch it. I do remember that I enjoyed it for what it was, but it wasn't a, a quotable movie. I think That's someone a got, good st- point. I think someone got stabbed in it. That's really about all I remember.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't really remember. Um, next up. I know, you know what? I'm going to skip this movie so Max can finish off strong. Cause I know he has some very personal feelings for it. So we'll do downhill first um this is a remake of force majeure right
2: yeah I think it was a Danish film
1: uh from what I understand it's a pretty good indie, but that's pretty much it. I have not seen it unfortunately, so I can't comment leaving that one to the abyss of crap because if it didn't draw me in, I can't give it cash
0: I'm gonna so, be completely honest with you i this is the first time I've ever heard of this movie.
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, like I don't. Th- it 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 wasn't pushed very much um, before its release.
1: It was a a Sundance film or something, right? <laughs> like it was just for yeah.
2: Um, it it didn't. Film festivals. I mean, like there wasn't a whole lot going on about it, um, and I don't think. From I remember what I read about it, I don't think it turned out to be that good of a of a remake. Fair enough. Um, oh, it's a remake. So, yeah, the original and the original movie came out like less than like I think it was like maybe like five, like four or five years ago, like like quite recently. Um, and like, why make a remake so soon? I don't know. Makes no sense to me.
1: That's fair. So they say, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And if you look at some of the, the the previous movies we've talked about, Will Ferrell definitely has some chemistry with a lot of people, and John C. Riley is one of those people. But Holmes and Watson might be one of the worst movies ever made. And I saw Space Jam too. This movie, I can't give it lower than crap. But like, can you give it like refund production? Do not make. Go back into the past. Get your DeLorean and tell them not to do it.
2: Like, I just genuinely cannot believe that they, that no one during the time of that filming was like, hey, maybe this is a bad idea. <laughs> like, maybe we shouldn't be doing this because this movie is pure garbage. I've never, I've, I didn't walk out of this movie. I've never walked out of a movie theater because I've been so disappointed with the movie, but uh, this is the closest I've ever come. This movie was awful. And you would hope that John C. Reilly and Will Ferrell, like, how could it go wrong? Um, Apparently, it could go very wrong.
0: We're probably the worst
2: movie I've ever seen.
1: It's bad. Yeah. So Um, what
0: you guys are saying is that it's probably a good thing that I haven't seen this movie. Don't, yeah, don't waste your time.
1: Yeah, um, if you want, we can ask our friend who constantly critiques movies for us just to see what his opinion is. But it's really bad really 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 bad um it's funny you bring up like leaving the theater because the only movie i've ever been to where i've like i've almost left the theater it wasn't even my fault um back in the day we thought it would be fun to take some girls to grandma's boy and all three of them left <laughs> about
0: halfway through best movie best movie, movie is so good it's so good. <laughs> and you know what the thing is is that's probably a good thing because it allowed you to focus more on how good that movie was <laughs> absolutely
1: we all thought they went to go get food in the middle of the movie <laughs> at least they picked us up afterwards so that was nice um, so you know what that's the list and I want to finish the episode by asking the question that Max posed earlier you're on a desert island and you get two of these movies that's it what are you taking?
0: Two. Um, I would say Anchorman and Step Brothers.
1: Interesting. I
2: would do. I would have to do um, Step Brothers. Step Brothers and probably the other guys. Although Blades of Glory would be a very close second.
1: I would go Step Brothers as well. Um, I was going to take the Lego movie just because it's enjoyable, but then I would never see Talladega Nights ever again. And I cannot not see that movie. It was too good. Too powerful. Solid choices. All around. So, that is it for this episode. We thank you very much for for sticking along and listening to our ratings. Uh, I think Max might be doing something Will Ferrell-ish in the coming weeks. I don't know was kind of puttering around on it who knows um but for myself at farbsy and david he's so cool in his own mind thank you all for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of the scene on screen podcast